Hi friends, I'm Dr. Cindy Leibert. And I'm Brooke Jack. We are your hosts of the Joy Prescription Podcast. In this show, we interview pioneering individuals who are integrating faith into their work and their spheres of influence in their respective fields of healthcare, coaching, psychology, and ministry. We dialogue at the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. In each episode, our guests will share their hard-won wisdom and strategies for intentional living, spiritual growth, and health stewardship. Together, we explore God's joy prescription, how He redeems our life stories and brings us into wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. We are so glad you're here to be a part of this conversation. Let's dive into today's episode. Tell us what are some of the root causes of hypothyroidism? Mm -hmm. Yep. Great question. And I'll just say modern, modern life. Mm. (laughs) um, Certainly uh, environmental toxicity. We can heavy metals, industrial chemicals, organic pollutants, fluoride in the water and uh, fluoride uh, is competitively inhibits uh, with our thyroid and can be toxic to the thyroid. Wow. So uh, environmental toxicity is, is a piece of the puzzle. Then there's also dietary factors where everything from food sensitivities, um, gluten, as you may have come across with your, um, with your family history, of thyroid, uh, gluten is often recommended um, to be removed from the diet in people with Hashimoto's because of this phenomenon called molecular mimicry that happens Mm -hmm. where the gluten actually cross reacts with a protein found in the thyroid. And so when people with Hashimoto's eat wheat, barley, or rye and get exposed to the gluten molecule, that can actually be like putting gasoline on the fire of autoimmunity. It can cause further destruction of the thyroid gland. So food sensitivities can be an issue, micronutrient deficiencies from whether it's poor diet or malabsorption in the gut of the nutrients. So you might be getting them, but just not absorbing them well. You have low stomach acid or other issues in the gut. We also have uh, major issues with soil depletion from Mm. conventional modern farming, topsoil erosion. We have mineral deficiencies are epidemic. Um, We didn't talk about this too much yet, but micronutrients play a key role in thyroid function, iodine. I mentioned I, uh, the thyroid takes iodine and makes it into the thyroid hormone. So iodine is a really critical nutrient, but also zinc, selenium, iron, B vitamins, vitamin A, all of these play an important role in um, how our body uses thyroid hormone and, and um, has sensitivity to it at the uh, end tissue level. So we've got environmental factors, dietary factors, and then uh, GI dysfunction. So 
as I mentioned earlier, hypothyroidism is often associated with SIBO, the small intestinal bacterial mm -hmm. overgrowth, and SIFO, small intestinal fungal overgrowth. And those conditions can actually further uh, impair thyroid hormone balance. And so it's a negative vicious cycle there. Um, just gut dysbiosis in general can uh, trigger hypothyroidism. Goodness, genetics, we, we pointed that out that uh, hypothyroidism often runs in families. Mm -hmm. There's various little minor uh, variations that happen in our DNA that can affect our metabolism of certain nutrients like vitamin A. And there's also genes that cause defects in thyroid hormone synthesis. So genetics can play a role, prescription drugs, things like oral contraceptive pills, and proton pump inhibitors, the Nexium, Prilosec, Protonics, those uh, drugs are used to treat acid reflux mm. and set people up for hypothyroidism. Wow. So just one of uh, many, many reasons why I discourage use of those drugs, except for in very uh, serious uh, situations. Mm-hmm. So let's see, there's more, <laughs> more, <laughs> more root causes, a hormone imbalance. So for example, excessive estrogen. And when we talked about perimenopause, we talked about how estrogen dominance is very common in women as we age and make our way through the transition toward menopause. And that can be a setup for hypothyroidism. Um, and then when we have sex hormone imbalance that can uh, lead to other, our stress hormone imbalance. So stress, elevated cortisol can set up conditions for hypothyroidism to develop. And then just inflammation in general from obesity or chronic disease or our standard American diet with lots of sugar and processed foods. So that's just a few <laughs> of the, the root causes. And so as you can imagine, it really does take a holistic lifestyle approach to properly treat thyroid. You want to make sure you're identifying any kind of physiological imbalance and addressing that, um, optimizing the gut, optimizing your diet, managing stress, <laughs> making sure you're getting all the proper nutrients and supplementation. So it's a, it's quite a process and, you know, it can be overwhelming. So <laughs> yeah, definitely try to break it down for people and take them step-by-step step through this. Yeah. What would you say to people um, listening today that may be having hypothyroidism symptoms or, or dealing with hypothyroidism or have symptoms of low thyroid activity? What can they do to improve their health? What are some steps you recommend? Yeah. Well, of course, you know, the first step would be to find a physician mm -hmm. that will work with you on testing the full panel and knows the nuances of how to identify borderline cases, because, you know, it, it, if you have clear cut hypothyroidism, your TSH is 15. How high can that number go? Cause I heard you say 15 a couple of times. Oh goodness. The TSH can, can go, go uh, into the high double digits. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't think of the highest that I've seen, but mm. it, it can go quite high. Wow. Okay. 60, you know, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Makes me feel a little bit better about Lucas. <laughs> yeah. So the first step really is just talking to a doctor that's literate around uh, thyroid dysfunction and getting a full panel of thyroid labs drawn and seeing where you are. And along with that, I check you know, urinary iodine levels and, and likely some other laboratories to look at food sensitivities, screen for celiac disease, which mm. is an autoimmune condition that um, causes a severe reaction to gluten. And when there's one autoimmune condition, there's often multiple. So celiac just read my mind. Mm-hmm. I was just about to ask you, is that a correlation? Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, once you have one autoimmune condition, the likelihood of having more is, is quite high. So being on the lookout for that, you know, rosacea, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, all of those are autoimmune conditions. Mm-hmm. So checking for food sensitivity, vitamin D, complete blood count, ferritin level to look at iron stores. Uh, Also looking at your levels of zinc and selenium, which are really critical for thyroid function. That's, that's the first step is getting some laboratories and a physical exam to check for the signs of hypothyroidism, having your thyroid gland examined, palpated. Is it enlarged? Are there nodules? Uh, Looking at your vital signs, your blood pressure. We didn't mention it, but uh, hypothyroidism can actually cause elevated blood pressure Mm. and low pulse. So vital signs can be a clue, of course, checking your weight and body composition and looking for changes there over time. And also just, um, you know, addressing the basics of a healthy lifestyle that goes without saying, I typically do an elimination diet with my patients that have thyroid concerns. We, you know, cut out the common food allergens and and often they feel a whole lot better after just, you know, a 10 day process of doing that. And then we can, you know, support the body with micronutrients that help the thyroid support thyroid gland function. And if there is Hashimoto's, if there's elevated antibody levels against the thyroid, then there are some known treatments for that. Actually, selenomethionine, a form of selenium has been shown in scientific studies over the course of three to six months to significantly improve thyroid antibody levels in in terms of lowering them. So there, there's things that you can do uh, to address, um, I'd say kind of at a minimum to address your selenium, zinc, your vitamin A, D, iodine, and iron levels, you know, having those checked and then optimized through supplementation are key. Uh, one, I haven't brought this up, but it is so important to know that many people don't convert the T4 in like Synthroid or Levothyroxine, the standard conventional treatment for hypothyroidism, many people don't convert that efficiently to T3. 
and they can have residual symptoms of hypothyroidism despite being treated with the conventional therapies and having their lab values look normal. So if you do have hypothyroidism and you're not feeling well on your conventional dosing of Synthroid or Levothyroxine, I would urge you to seek out a doctor that's willing to work with you to try a glandular thyroid compound that has a mixture of T4 and T3. Sometimes it's just like the lights turn on for you in terms of feeling better, having more energy, improving uh, weight control, mood, uh, when we switch over to a glandular like Armour Thyroid or NP Thyroid. Uh, so just know that there's more options beyond the Synthroid and Levothyroxine. And oftentimes that's necessary uh, mm-hmm. for optimal functioning. And I could go on and on <laughs> about this topic. I just have so many pointers, but uh, we are needing to wrap up for today. So Brooke, uh, I would love if, can you let our listeners know how they can ask us questions in the future? We want to yes. hear from you. <laughs> yes. You can ask us questions about anything health or spirituality related, and we're going to do our best to get you an answer on a podcast, a future podcast. So you can send questions via email to uh, thejoyprescription at gmail.com, or you can call our question line and leave us a message there at 828-412-0599. And we are excited to invite you back next week for part two of our conversation on overcoming brain ants, those automatic negative thoughts. Very good. Thank you, Brooke. And Everyone, I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. I encourage you to check out membership at thejoyprescription.com if you want to take a deeper dive with us. So now go out and do that one thing that brings you joy today. Take care. Bye for now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Joy Prescription Podcast, where we explore the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. We invite you to take your learning deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter and receive free weekly Joy Prescription devotionals. Bye for now.